Hey everybody, you're listening to the RDR Show, I'm your host Kevin And I'm your host Joffrey, and welcome back to another episode of the Red Debate and Repeat Show a podcast where we talk about things in our everyday life, it could be related to entertainment, it could be related to things in society Yep, and today we're going to talk about uh, one of the most famous rappers, uh, his name is Notorious B.I.G, Biggie Smalls and then we're doing this in light of his uh, 20, years an- uh, 20 years anniversary, you know, after he got murdered, so yeah, it should be a good episode. Uh, I like Biggie Smalls as a rapper, and we'll sh- we will be giving our perspectives and just knowledge about his music, uh, the documentary, and um, just other things. Yep. Stay tuned. Okay, uh, dear listeners, uh, before we sort of dive right, right into this, I kind of want to just give you guys like a quick disclaimer. Um, you know, I'm Chinese, Joffrey is Hispanic, so we're not, you know, actually living the lifestyle, and then... So this is only going to be our like you know um, preference or our you know personal opinions, and I think this is what the podcast is for. So yeah, I feel like you know like even though we're not like African American, we still can give like our point of view on these things because mm-hmm. hip hop you know sort of like international. It's just it's not just one race you know. Yeah. There's different uh, rappers, you know. There's Asian rappers, there's Hispanic rappers, and it's just good to give our perspective. Yeah, so today we're going to sort of uh, start off by talking about sort of like the chronological order of how Biggie Smalls got to where he is and then sort of based off of a documentary that, you know, was produced and was released on Tidal and then we can go from there. Um, let's see, so this year, uh, March 9th, 2018, was like the 20th uh, anniversary of uh, Biggie Smalls' death, yeah. right? So he got killed i think in in los angeles something like that it was yeah it was in los los angeles um and wasn't he like leaving a party or something yeah and then someone like drove up to him and they shot him yeah so uh title made a documentary on it and it was very very you know high quality production and i watched it i was like yeah let's talk about it on the podcast so um i think sort of if we want to talk about him or rap or hip-hop in general, we just have to talk about the drug dealing culture, right? Yeah, I mean, that's sort of like where he grew up from. Uh, that's sort of where he's, you know, he stemmed from, from the beginning. His, a lot of his lyrical content. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of hip-hop comes from, from that way of life, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, like, the U.S. government, like the Reagan administration, declared the war on drugs back in the 80s. And then um, I feel like it really like creates a lot of problems and concerns because you know african american are being you know uh being a surprise being you know pressured and being you know judged against by the whole society and then they don't have much you know um ways of making a living hence you know they have to be dealing drugs and then sort of make money and take care of the family that way yeah i think there's a lot of um Restrictions like the society has built sort of the system where they can't get out anyway to make yeah, money. It's a class thing. And yeah, there's a it's it's a lot of things. It's a it's a class thing. It's a it's a government thing, like a money thing. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of issues with it. Mm-hmm. And so like from that, there's a lot of crime that comes out from that. So like drug dealing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um and that's like a faster way to get money, but it, it's it's very violent. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, they kill. For, for territory, yeah. for money, and, and it's just negative. There was a lot of, like, gang-banging sort of type of situation going on, and then um, people say that, you know, like, if you're living in that neighborhood, you know, if you're dealing drugs, then, you know, 
conducting gang-related activities. There, there are only two options for you. You, you either you know end up dead, or you're either going uh, going to prison. Yeah, it's, so. uh, there's only two outlets, and that's why I feel like uh, rap uh, sort of glorifies that. You know, because a lot of minorities uh, partake in those things, mm-hmm. and so rap is sort of like um, like speaking about like that lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? Because that's that's all they know. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why I feel like uh, a lot of rap is is related to drug dealing and things like that. Like a lot of rap is that too. Yeah, that's your that's your you know experience, right? Yeah, I feel like if a Chinese would rap about, it's probably gonna be about how they ace your math test and things like that. I don't know. Maybe right. Um, how much pressure that their parents are giving them, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's just a, what what they experience yeah, in life. Yeah, it's just normal, yeah. right? And Biggie, you know, growing up, you know, um, he started rapping at 13, and then rapping was only uh, his hobby. And then he sort of just tried to, you know, uh, make money just by drug dealing. Like that, was his, that was his goal. Like, he just wanted to become a drug dealing guy and then become the biggest and baddest and you know, um, making the most money at it. So that's, I think that's pretty cool. Like how like a guy grew up and just trying to be a drug dealer. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's bad. I think it's a negative thing, but I think it's interesting because it led to, um, his thoughts into his raps. So maybe that was his, his alter ego or persona that he wanted to play as. Yeah. To give you guys like a couple more, you know, perspectives, right. Uh, Jay Z did it too. Um, he was on the Letterman show on Netflix. He was saying that when he was like, you know, uh, like a little kid, he just, you know, are dealing drugs and then he was able to bring in like three grand a month or no, a three grand a week, something like that. Yeah. And then just to uh, support his family. I think, you know, their family is on like welfare or something. And then Jay-Z's mom knew it. That's a lot of money though. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she was okay with it. That was his starting out pay. That's not his later on, you know, pay. That's probably bigger and better. But, you know, that's just a way of life, you know. I guess, yeah, in those communities, you know, like, that was um, a way of, you know, of life for them. Yeah. And also, like, rapping was, like, an outlet to that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, Big is uh, sort of uh, his uh, name on the street or his uh, street cred is actually Fat Chris. And then it become the Biggie on the Fulton Street. <laughs> That's pretty great. Fat Chris. Fat Chris. Because is the name Christopher Wallace? Yeah, Christopher Wallace. Yeah. Christopher Wallace. That's, yeah. I like that. Like that, it's very, very interesting. So, um, I will be the Kevin on the Third Avenue. <laughs> you will be, you will be Joffrey on the Bluffdale. On the <laughs> Joffrey in Bluffdale. In the middle of nowhere. You are, you are in charge of a large uh, demographic. <laughs> they are, they are far. Good, good. And you know, uh, he started to take rap seriously when he was like sixteen and seventeen, and then he was considered as like like the whole package. Do you know sort of like? what that means like a whole package yeah so you can rap you can write you can deliver Mm -hmm. and you can perform perform yeah i mean to me that's just like pretty pretty interesting because i don't feel like those things are are you know easy to like just okay just take it right just like run with it right like you have to at least uh, at least deliver or you know practice one of those things to make it good. Yeah, no, you really do. Right, and Jay-Z was, yeah, Jay-Z was saying on like a podcast saying that, you know, when he was starting new, like back in 96, he didn't know like, what's going on, right? Like he just, you know, most rappers cannot, you know, uh, handle the mic properly, right? Where does it put it? Where, like, what kind of space should it be? And things like that. And then uh, he was, you know, uh, 
answering, I think it's Terry Gross, the uh, interviewer, a uh, question. I think her question was, so why do rappers always like to grab, on their, uh, grab onto, onto their crotch, <laughs> especially male? And then JJ was like, yeah, you know, like, we just don't know how to deal with the microphone. And then that's like, like the one way that can make us feel secure and protective. I'm like, okay, that's interesting. That is interesting. So Biggie got, got all of that, you know, when he was just starting out. Yeah, he was really good. He was talented, gifted. That's, that's a lot of talent, my friend. Yeah. And his sort of like style of rapping is interesting, right? I feel like, you know, there are two kinds of rapper, right? Like one that goes along the beat and one is like fighting, fighting against it. Sort of like, like fit more into the beat than natural. So I, I don't know, like how do you feel about Biggie's you know, style and things like that? Actually, one of my favorite things about him is his delivery, you know, his flow. He has really mm -hmm. good flow. He can just kind of like play on with words, mm -hmm. even though his uh, lyrical content is not... Um, it's like about like drugs and, and all that stuff. His mm -hmm. flow was like very like cool and like flashy, which is why he was really popular in the day. Yeah, I mean, to me, and I totally agree with Jay Z here. So like, how do I judge a good rap song just by how tight the pocket is? If that makes sense, right? So um, Jay Z, like you know, in his latest album, and Biggie sort of uh, did the same thing where you know they can sort of make the each verse in that certain amount of time so organized that you can just you know sort of keep track and then bounce to it and then react to it right yeah and then that's kind of like the eastern style like the east coast style of rap is kind of like that sort of kind of and then western is more you know has more western like, is like i don't even know has more like melody maybe some of them and then some yeah. of them is just like pure yelling i don't know right i don't even know like western is like it's very interesting because hip hop originated in the East Coast. Yeah. With that flow. Delivery, yeah. With that type of flow. Um, but yeah. Maybe that's like more reflective of sort of the lifestyle, right? Like East Coast are more like, you know, urban area or concrete everywhere. Like it's more condensed and the people are, are, are under more pressure. That's why their rap style is like more onto the beat and the structured and organized and then. West Coast are just like California, just a party everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it's big, it's it's hot, and yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, it, it makes just, sense. the The environment and, and everything else around you influences your delivery and mm -hmm. all those things. And then there's like a transition in big and small style, which which I think are very interesting. So in the beginning, I think he he produces two albums before he died, right? One one came out in '95, and one coming in '98. I could be wrong. I think it's '94. '94, '98. '93. Um, the the album in '94, he was portrayed as like a badass drug dealing hardcore guy, right? Yeah. And then after the latter one, you know, like the '98 one, right before his death, he's like, "Hmm, I got all this money. What should I do with it?" Yeah. So he become like a sex symbol almost. Like he just like transformed this whole. You know, good-looking guy can be attractive thing. He's just like completely trash it. Yeah. Which is interesting. He became like a like a rap star for sure. I think he was a rap star before, but like the way that he present himself are, are like just like different. He was growing for sure. I mean, by the second album, he was like already like you know big. I yeah. Heard, around that time, and then the first album, like it was his introduction, and it was a big introduction. Yeah. So I, I can see that how maybe changed. maybe he saw like popularity, which is like you know the first album that like, yep. You know, if you live through this, if you know somebody who died from this drug dealing business, then you can you can relate to me. Uh, I'm I'm telling you the truth. I'm gonna be 100 with you guys all the time. And then he's second of it. Yeah. So now now you know me. Now we feel the basis. 
Now let me show you what you can do with all that money. <laughs> yeah. And he bought like a and a video music video he has like a you know like a private boat. Yeah. Like a yacht. Yeah. And then the helicopter's chasing him. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So for those of you that doesn't know Biggie, he's like a very big dude, like very huge, yeah, fat, he's giant. All, uh, and then tall maybe. Yeah, yeah. And he's he, like six three, six four. Yeah, he like was that. really big. So you know, people looked like that guy would not think about sex symbol. They uh-huh. would just think, oh, bodyguard. Yeah, <laughs> right, bodyguard. Not even because he wasn't even in shape. Yeah, he was, he was not. Guy. He was like four hundred pounds, three hundred. Yeah, pounds. and then I like how he sort of like. You know, trash this whole you know gender, or you know a sex symbol, you know a stereotype, you know you know you know one of the rap, and he just say, all right, all right, I'm gonna rap now, okay? <laughs> he said, I'm black and ugly as ever. How, however, I stay Gucci down to the socks. <laughs> I think that is just funny, right? Like he's yeah. just like saying, sure, I'm big, I'm ugly, and I'm fat, I'm tall, but you know, however, I can stay Gucci down to the socks. Yeah, it's um. <laughs> He definitely brought a lot of style, I think, to the hip-hop game. Yeah. I think, like, he, he even said that Tupac influenced him. So Tupac said that um, he actually started wearing Versace first and Gucci. Yeah. Because they actually sponsored him, and then Biggie Smalls just copied him. I don't know. He said that on a diss track and everything. Yeah. But I feel like Biggie helped elevate the style of hip-hop to mm-hmm. another level. Mm-hmm. I th- that's my opinion on that. Yeah. Biggie, you know, like, I can sort of say something like the similar, right? So, like... I'm tall and skinny as ever. However, I say I say Gucci down to the socks. Like every time I say that, it's like brings, uh, brings me joy and and I think that that. But yeah. Um, and then what happened was I think Tupac and and Biggie become friends and then they were sort of had like a beef, right? Yeah. Um, I think they were like hanging out like you know ninety five, ninety six, and then start just the thing just start falling apart. Yeah, I mean. Tupac came into... They were friends. They made, like, records and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, Tupac helped Biggie, like, blow up into a mainstream. Mm-hmm. Like, he would, like, open for him and things. Mm-hmm. And then he went in New York. Tupac was going to record at the studio where Biggie was at. Mm-hmm. And when he went in, he was shot. And so they thought that Biggie Who Small set him up. Tupac was shot. Yes. But it wasn't It wasn't Biggie. Mm-hmm. And actually, years later, years later, so Tupac went out of prison. He released a diss track mm-hmm. to Biggie Smalls, mm-hmm. um, saying that he shot him and all those things. Mm-hmm. But then I, I read this thing where he was saying that after he made that, it kind of died down. He didn't believe that Biggie did it, and he yeah. didn't really care anymore. But that sort of caused, to, you know, uh, so Tupac just died. And it wasn't Biggie who killed him. It was just, it was something related to Shug Knight. But then years later, um, you know, two, uh, Biggie was shot, and people think that it was relation because Tupac was killed, and so they thought people who, you know, took care of Tupac or were part of Tupac's crew set Biggie up to die. You know, so that be sort of led to, to the deaths and all those things. Yeah, this whole, like, East Coast, West Coast thing, I feel like... It's it, unsolved. It's just like a... Maybe just... Just like a me- media slash, like, PR slash, like, marketing stunt. Right, like it, it like, is in a way. Yeah, like does it like attract more uh, more like attention? Yeah, but it really you know mess up the whole system, right? Like, you know, because people take it seriously. Yeah, people like, take it seriously. Okay, maybe like Tupac and Biggie, they weren't like serious with the raps. Mm-hmm. Like Biggie wasn't serious about him robbing a bank. Maybe just like song. trying to sell records. Exactly, or but yeah. that did influence the people like gangers, game bangers yeah. in the East and West Coast. People that are actually listen to them. Exactly. So that that was the negatives of that, and that's that's why they they were murdered. And that lifestyle, even though they didn't live in exactly in that lifestyle, mm-hmm. it led to their death. Yeah, now I think about it, right? Uh, Biggie passed away when he only released his two albums, right? 
like you know, Tupac was murdered you know, before I mean, he was 25 and then Biggie was 24. Like, yeah. imagine, right, because Jay-Z came on the line after Biggie, right? So Jay-Z yeah. came on line 94. Jay-Z, like, you know, seeing his, like, he probably produced, like, 13 different albums. There's certain different albums, yeah, and lot. then, and then his like transformation to his latest one is like very philosophical, rather very personal, yeah. like you know. I like the, I like the 444. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's still him, but it's like it's more personal. For yeah, me. like can you imagine if we have something like that, sort of you know, a start out with the drug dealing, gang, gang bang to like the lady man, like who knows what Biggie will become like at age fifty five or fifty four, whatever his age right now. If he's you know, are still here, that's true. That just gives me chills. Like it's it's like the saddest loss. I feel like it is. You know, um, it is because he could, he was already great. He was super talented. Yeah, he was so talented by his second album. His first album, he was already famous, right? Yeah. Like if he released, he would have been like one of the, I don't. One of the greatest for sure, you know, have a giant impact. He would have, if he was still around, who knew, who knows that maybe Jay Z would have taken him longer to blow up, right? Or maybe they would have like gotten in a beef together, or maybe they would have been together. You don't know. Yeah. You know, it would have been different. It would have changed. Would have changed everything. Yeah, and Jay Z actually looked up to Biggie. You know, one of his tracks. You know, um, I think it was between Biggie's first and second album, and Jay Z was working on his first album, my favorite all time Jay Z album ever. The Reasonable Doubt came yeah. in 1996 uh-huh. and then he actually sent a few of his tracks to Biggie and then Biggie uh, listened to it did not say anything and then Biggie sends, sends back some track from his second album the uh, later one uh-huh. and then Jay-Z listened to it and Jay-Z is like oh my god I gotta change everything now <laughs> right yeah so you know so he was influenced by it yeah of course right like uh, in Reasonable Doubt I think there's a uh, track that Jay-Z and Biggie are on the same thing, you know, uh, Brooklyn Finance, right? Yeah. Um, so, and then they have different mixtapes and things like that. So, those two are actually pretty influential. And then, um, Tupac was actually inducted to the rock and, uh, hall, hall of the Rock and Roll, uh-huh. the hall, hall of Fame of Rock and Roll. Yeah, yeah. Back in last year, I think in 2017, right? Yeah, I saw, I, saw, um, I saw it live when he was inducted. Yeah. When he was inducted by Snoop Dogg and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he had impact as well. Yeah, you know, his of course. Impact, he, so Biggie Smalls is more popular than Tupac. Mm-hmm. I, I think so. You like, think so? Like back in the day, yes. In terms of music, yes. But as a star, Tupac was an actor more. Mm. You know, and he and Tupac like he uh, he was famous when he like really famous um, when he released you know like uh, what's what's the album All Eyes on Me his last album mm-hmm. and then um, yeah. And then he died, but like Biggie Smalls was like on another level. He was more like a like a pop star in a way. Hmm. And, Big, and Tupac was more like a sort of like more street. Hmm. I don't know. I you know during this year's Coachella Music uh, Festival, they actually produced like a hologram of, of Tupac. Like, Tupac and then, uh, oh no, that wasn't that this was year. This, year or this, was, last this is year? ten years ago. Ten years ago, really? Yeah, this is, is like two thousand eleven. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Two thousand twelve. I just saw that on YouTube. On YouTube, the other day, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Oh no, no, no. yeah. I mean, ten years ago. Culturally, Tupac, I feel like now is more popular. Mm-hmm. But back in the day, Biggie Smalls is more popular than Tupac. Okay. Which Which one do you prefer? Me? Yeah. Uh, Pick one. Okay. Have to. Okay, I prefer Tupac. Okay. Why? For three reasons. One. Okay, look. I like in terms of music more. Who do I like better? Mm-hmm. 
of delivery of more party things of more like party music you just put it on to have a good time Biggie mm-hmm. Smalls his delivery was good in terms of lyrical content I don't want to hear people getting shot all the time like Tupac had that <laughs> yes. but a lot of his songs are like 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 Keep Your Head Up is about like you know not abusing women and mm-hmm. then growing up like uh, a minority and then how to move past that you gotta keep your head up mm-hmm. I like I prefer that more you know mm-hmm. and um I prefer lyrical content over um, delivery. And Tupac had delivery. You know, it, it wasn't like as catchy beats, but I prefer Tupac. He had a good message. He was a good person. And um, I like, you know, the music, right? Mm. So I prefer him over Biggie Smalls. Okay. I probably prefer Tupac too. Um, reasons being, I feel like the rap I listen to nowadays are pretty much all East Coast based, you know? Uh, West Coast, yeah, there are uh, like a couple guys, but they sort of change the style like too too much. Like right now, the West Coast, like California, like rapper like YG, the Future, Little Little Actually, Yeti. Future, Future is from um, Atlanta. Atlanta South. Never mind. So so there's some South, and then there's some West. I think West yeah. Coast is. I know, are you talking about like mumble rap or whatever? Yeah, just like, that's more like actually it's originated from Southern, from Southern area. Okay. And West Coast is more. Like Soup Dog and like Kendrick Lamar and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. It's popular Kendrick Lamar, right now. Kendrick Lamar just too fast for me. Too he's fast. pretty fast, but I, I like his message too. I feel like he's honestly like in a way like evolution of like Tupac in a way. I don't hmm. know. He's a. That's for another discussion. We can go into Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, we have that plan. I love Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Kendrick Lamar and other artists like Jay Z were influenced by the by Biggie Smalls mm-hmm. before, and um, by other people. So they are considered, you know, one of the greatest. Yeah, I mean, this whole conversation can go along for for like a long time, but um, you know, there have been films and TV shows. I I, I think they have like another new TV show coming up. Yeah, and just talking do. about that. Something like it, why? I, it's like. On TNT or something about yeah, how they like, died. Why? I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, you can like, you know, give you guys, like, uh, give us like our like view or you know your view and your opinion, but just let it go. Yeah, right? yeah, just let it go. I I think honestly, I think you know why they're doing that. It's because their just brand marketing I- value. Yeah. yeah, their brand image for Tupac and Biggie. They they make money even after their death. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's because they they were so big. I think it even goes beyond the music. A lot of people have yeah. Biggie Small shirts, Tupac shirts, and mm-hmm. they never listen to the... They probably listen to two songs. Yeah. The Big Papa song and Hypnotize, and that's <laughs> it. You know, so it's like it's like when you wear a Tupac shirt, like, do you really listen to, like, the his old school songs, you know? Like, yeah. the East Coast songs? Yeah. You know, it's like, no. You know, they're like, yeah, it's Tupac, I like him, but why do you like him? Yeah. I think... Do you do you think Biggie Small is, um, is kind of overhyped? It's being one of the greatest and also Tupac as being overhyped as being one of the greatest? Uh, or who do you think in your opinion like is one of the greatest? Or what do you think about that idea, I mean? I mean, how, right, here's a sort of like an old saying in Chinese, right? It is pretty much very clear, right? If you want to compete on like a martial arts level, like physical uh, performance, you have one, two, three, right? Gold medal, right? Uh, bronze and silver, whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. But when you're talking about you know, literacy, uh, literature, music. There's, there's not really like a one, two, three ranking. That's right. True. There's, so there's not, there's not a Grammys. Yes. So I know what you're saying my, so the best of the best is all personal, right? It's all personal bias, personal opinion. Um, 
I'm more retro, right? From our previous, you know, podcast, I talk about that, right? Like all my all my music tours are pretty much from the last century. Uh-huh. Uh, so, you know, like I sort of appreciate Biggie and Tupac more, but you know, nowadays I, I think people are listening to Cardi B and you know yeah. those kind of things, and they're they're pretty much doing the same thing. Like Cardi B is probably rapping the money and something like that. Same thing. Yeah, the thing actually. So, just segue real quick. Cardi B is actually. I want to talk about this in another podcast, okay. but she's actually, like, in a way similar to Tupac. Yeah, yeah very, very, very similar. Like, because, like, she has a really personal stuff that she raps yeah. about, but at the same time, you know, she's she's bragging, you know, it's like the pop thing now. Like, everyone does that. Yeah. In their raps and things. So, how do you, like, pick it out? Like, how do you, count, you know, pick out, oh, yeah, this this thing goes to Tupac, this thing goes to Big, it just, it's just, like, all mumbo-jumbo now. It's, like, we're all, like, you know, like, uh, interchangeable. Yeah. Right? So... I just don't don't like the notion of like you know um, ranking and then I can give you my you know top five or top four or whatever but you know this whole ranking thing I feel like is, is kind of pointless. Yeah, I think for me they were they are one of the greatest but they not they're not the greatest. Mm. You know what I mean? I I think they are one of the greatest but I think they are they are all super overhyped. Now who do you think are the you greatest? Know? The greatest. Old school ones, like from the. It 90s. doesn't matter. I mean, see, like the greatest. Okay. I shouldn't have any time limit on there. But that, that's my opinion, though. So I'll give you my opinion. I think Kendrick Lamar is one of the greatest. Okay. Right. Um, I think J Cole is one of the greatest. Okay. But these are new rappers, right? Old school rappers. Sure. Um. You know, I, that's the thing. You know, like, do do I just listen to other people saying like Tupac and Biggie were the greatest? Or maybe I need to listen to other, like, older, old school. It, I feel like it depends on how you sort of, like, how much you know about the history and stuff, right? That's true. Um, maybe people only go back so far. Yeah, <laughs> like... Tupac, that's all they know. Yeah. That's all they hear about. There's, like, another thing on Netflix, you know, talking about, like, how sort of, like, the mixing sort of gets started and, and how that push, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 rapping and hip-hop and... I think there's like uh, what, what's the name DJ Grandmaster and Zulu Nation Fun things Master like that. Flex. 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 Right. So, you like when you go down that line of thought, right? It's more of like an Eastern flavor. It, it's more yeah. like an East Coast flavor. And then West was like so unique, and it's been gathering steam over there. Yeah, West and is the next level. So, you know, um, I listen to I don't know Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z. Um, Dave East, a um, little bit of oh, J. Cole, Davies. Davies um, Nas, you know, just like, you know, Dr. Dre from time to time, Eminem, you know, just, you know, it just, just like depends, right? Yeah. But, you know, me, you know, retrospectively, I still feel like Tupac and Jay and uh, uh, Biggie are like the OG, are the founders, are the trendsetters in that regard. I feel like every generation, they just help push it, you know? Yeah. Because back in the day in the 90s, it's not as popular as it is right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the number one thing mm-hmm. that people listen to, right? On, on streaming, mm-hmm. at least streaming services. Mm-hmm. So, they helped elevate it for sure. Mm-hmm. Each generation elevates it. I mean, in the 80s, it was probably Run DMC. You know, it was probably like other, other artists like Wu-Tang. I mean, Wu-Tang was 90s though, right? It was 90s. It was 90s. Eazy-E, like the NWA one. Yeah, because, yeah, there was... Yeah, there's a lot of eras. There's yeah. a lot of eras in hip hop. There's the bling era, the the gangster era. Yeah. There's the, the there's East Coast. East Coast has a lot of eras within it. Yeah. Like I like after so Jay Z was after you know Biggie, but then there was like Kanye West and things like that, and then it's just I don't know. 
Yeah, so this is it's, all personal opinion driven. We can talk about that in another like, episode, maybe. Yeah, it's all personal opinion driven, and I don't, I don't think there's any the best rapper. It's just you know who, who do you like the most, and then you can pick them, right? Pretty simple. So, um, J Cole's good too, but J Cole's he's overhyped. Good? Yeah, he's overhyped. Yeah. He's overhyped. Yeah, I mean, I overhyped him over the weekend, <laughs> but he is good. Yeah. Yeah, he actually is managed by uh, Jay Z's company, I yeah. think, and then Jay Z was like, mentoring him. Jay Z gave him his chain. Yeah. Did you see that? No. Jay Z gave him his Rockefeller chain okay. that he first got. He gave it to J Cole. Okay. He's like, you deserve this or something. Yeah. Same thing was Nas and um, Nas and Davies and things like that. So, yeah. Anyway, um, last thing I want to just leave you guys with for this podcast is. I think was very very moving and profound in the documentary on title. Uh, I think the last words was from his mother. You know, uh, his mother was like, "I think about Biggie Smalls like my son every single day, and then do I feel anger anymore? I don't. I just feel feel sorry for the guy that murdered my son. That he must be." You know, he must feel terrible about sort of how he take out the genius on my son and then, you know, leave the world with nothing. Exactly. Like, what did you gain from that? You lost something from killing Biggie Smalls. Yeah. You could have gone out to, like, record more records and influence yeah. other people like Jay-Z. Yeah. You know, maybe there was going to be a second Jay-Z. You don't, you don't never know. Yeah. So whoever kills, you know, uh, Biggie Smalls or Tupac, you know, I think if they're still here, if they're still living here on this earth, then... They probably suffer from all this sort of pressure and, you know, regret and things like that. No, definitely. They killed one of the greats. I think, actually, the guy who killed Tupac is dead. Suge Knight? Yeah. No, no, not Suge Knight. Um, I don't know. Like, is it proven ever? No, it's not even proven. I don't know. It's not. It's a... You never know. It's all serious, right? Yeah. Anyway. Cool. Anything else? Um, No. I think we... We will talk about other things related to hip hop um, in another episode. Yeah. Um, but if you like this, um, you should check out our Logic episode as well. Uh, we <laughs> talked about Logic, the rapper. Yes. Um, and then we're also going to be releasing more hip hop episodes later on. Yep. Yeah. And if you want to, you know, join the discussion, just send us a message wherever you are. You know, if you're on our social media, um, on Instagram or Twitter, at RDR Show Duo, link in the description. You can just, you know, chat us there and send us a message, and we can talk about more topics. Right, and then if you like us a lot, then leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, it really helps us out, helps get our name out and everything, and we're really trying to make this podcast grow. Cool. All right, this is Kevin signing off. And this is Joe for signing off. Have a good one.